0: I'm Emily
1: and I'm Tanner
0: and you're listening to the Sencia podcast, a conversation about simplicity. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to Sailing Sencia. We are back and we are talking over Zoom and it is weird, but Tanner left, um, what was it, a week ago now um, to move to Florida and it's been an interesting ride. So last week we talked about our transition strategies, and we decided to do another podcast this week to talk about um, the journey and what it's like now that we've actually started the thing that we've been planning for for so long. So um, we're going to just chat today about what it's like to go from corporate to boat life. I obviously don't know a whole lot yet. Um, I'm still sitting here in my basement in Colorado and... Um, Tanner is sitting in his new boat 30 footer looks real nice I'm gonna just ask him a bunch of questions basically um, and find out what he's feeling and what he's thinking and how his transition is going so far so first question I want to know a little bit about your days leading up to when you left for Florida so how are you feeling what were you thinking um, in like the couple days before you left for your road trip
1: uh, so the last few days were pretty hectic. I had to close out of the Army. I had to get a bunch of signatures. Uh, we had one last camping trip with our friends in Telluride. And then I had to still pack and get ready to drive to Oklahoma and then to Florida. I don't know. I think I had like a... I think I was like so busy. I wasn't too wrapped up in like emotions. Uh, before I left but I mean yeah sometimes I'd get like randomly anxious about it Um, and obviously I was excited and sad because you weren't coming but uh, I don't think it really hit me yet because I you know that I had just quit my job (laughs) and about to go live on a little boat for a while and I was just focused on all the stuff I needed to do and to try to enjoy the last few days and I don't think I was thinking much further than just getting to Florida how are you feeling about it?
0: Mm was kind of the same I think I was not really thinking about it it didn't really hit me until you actually left but I was excited for you um I'm wondering what your thoughts are on the difference between feeling anxious and feeling excited like how do you like what's the difference between those two because I kind of feel like they're almost the same emotion it's just a matter of like how you perceive it what do you think?
1: I think I'm just normally excited. I don't get anxious that often. But when I do get anxious, it's more of like, a oh, no, what am I doing type of a feeling? Not like, like I'm excited for unknown things and for change. That doesn't bother me. But sometimes you get like that feeling that creeps in of like, is this the right thing to do? What am I doing? Am I like ruining my life type of thoughts? <laughs> but they don't last very long with me. I typically get over it pretty quick. Uh, what about you? What you <laughs> what's the difference for you?
0: I don't know it kind of sounds like the being anxious is the same reaction as being excited it's just the like doubt the doubting part of it like when you're feeling anxious you're just doubting everything when you're feeling excited you're feeling like oh it's all gonna work out but really it's the same feeling so i was just wondering what you were thinking but yeah i think we're both pretty good at just switching gears like if we're starting to feel the negative side of things we just kind of switch and say never mind it's actually exciting um, it's all about how you just are able to control your own emotions. So I think we were both, both mostly excited almost entirely. And, you know, even I was excited just for the prospect of it all, even though I wasn't actually doing anything. So, okay. So you left, um, you stopped to see some family and friends on the way down, right? You saw your mom and you saw your best friends, um, from when you were a kid and then you drove for 500,000 hours and then you got to Florida, um, okay, you walk in and you're at the marina. What were your first thoughts when you saw the boat and the marina and where you're gonna be living?
1: uh I mean, when I pulled up, I was just really excited to see the boat because I mean, I haven't even been on the boat yet, so uh, that was my first time seeing it i was That was what I was most excited about. The marina was cool and everything, but you know that was the first thing I wanted to do was go look at the boat um and I guess some initial thoughts on getting there were. Uh, The boat's really small, but I don't know. It's not too bad. I mean, I've seen pictures, um, but getting to step foot in it kind of gave me a new respect for how small it is. But uh, especially with four people, with two people, I think it would be okay. Four, it's pretty crowded.
0: So who's living on the boat with you?
1: (laughs) My dad, my stepmom, and my brother. And me. And your dog. And our dog. (laughs) Which is a long story, but the dog was not supposed to be here, but couldn't give her away. My sister couldn't take take her, so here she is. She's sitting you know, right across from me on the bench. So And she's
0: super cute and probably loving it.
1: I don't think she loves it. Really? No, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> Nowhere to run around?
1: I think she's bored. Mm. But we try to take her out on the beach and stuff. But anyways, yeah, so the marina... I'd seen pictures of it, obviously, so I knew where the boat was and kind of like bird's eye view footage or pictures of it. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a little bit different than I was expecting. You, know, you think of like marinas, I think of big places that are you know usually pretty nice. This place is like more like homey, small, quiet, secluded. There's not that many boats here. It's pretty interesting. It's definitely not what I was expecting.
0: So this is a random question, but how did you end up at the marina that you're at right now?
1: My dad and um, the rest of my family came down here a few months before me, um, and the boat was at a different marina, and they were not accepting liveaboards boards because of COVID-19. Uh, but they were expect they were accepting tourists to come in and rent boats and stuff, but you couldn't add liveaboards. It was interesting, but anyways. You know, my dad and then they were coming down here and uh, they were still saying they weren't accepting living boards, but he's like, What are we going to do? I mean, you know, the lease is up. We're getting out of our house. We're going to move on to the boat no matter where it is. Like, you can't, like, stop stop them, really, right? I mean, what are you going to do? So they got there and the dude was like, You guys are going to have to leave because we're not expecting, <laughs> uh, not accepting living boards. So they went on this wild goose chase for about a week trying to find a, a live board slip somewhere over here in the Gulf and. They found one somehow, and that's how we ended up in this little tiny marina. So, pretty interesting story. Not a great way to get welcome to Florida and the boating world or boating life, but they ended up finding somewhere. So, no harm, no foul. We're good. We have somewhere to to put the boat, and it's safe, so it's all good.
0: How many people are at the marina? How many boats?
1: Uh, I think there's about 15, 13 to 15. I don't know exactly, but it's very small. There's like two... You know, there's like two little offshoots of of uh, dock slips, and that's it. There's not hundreds of rows of boats. It's very small, so it's pretty cool. It's definitely you get to know the entire community within like a day, and that was something that was cool when I got here. Was there was a bunch of people just hanging out on the patio right when I pulled up, so I got to meet probably I don't know maybe like a third of the people that live here all the the second I pulled up, so. It was cool. It's definitely a small group of people. Everyone knows each other. Everyone helps each other. Uh, there's a couple of older dudes who have been doing this for a long time, and they've already been over here checking out our water line. You know, looking at the diagrams for our water lines in the boat and helping us with you know some a few things that we needed to fix, a couple of leaks and stuff. So it's cool having it guys here that'll help you out and can share their advice and experience. Um. Yeah. So when I gave you the facetime time tour of the marina it wasn't all encompassing but what did what what did you think about it what were your thoughts on the marina
0: <laughs> um it definitely was a lot different than i was expecting um there's the community area is awesome like i was hoping that boat life would be like that like everyone was kind of like in it together um so that part was pretty cool but it was so much smaller than i thought um the what did you call it the man cave i still want to see that there's like a, apparently an area that's out in the middle of nowhere where people just throw tools everywhere and everyone just goes and works on boats <laughs> sounds like a man cave um but it it seems i couldn't really tell cuz no one was really out when you were giving me the tour but it seems like a community for sure which i think is pretty cool um i'm excited to get there and To meet all the peeps, because it sounds like uh, there's some pretty interesting people there. So So you got to the marina. You got there at night, I think, right? What time did you get there?
1: Yeah, just after the sun went down, like 9 p.m., something like that.
0: Yeah, so you walk on your boat, and you have, what, like two bags, a couple bags of clothes, and that's it?
1: Mm, I had, yeah, a few crates of clothes, um, some camera gear, laptop, and... A bunch of fishing rods. That's about it. Okay,
0: so that's it. um And you got to the boat. And what did you find? What did what did you see? What was your bedroom like?
1: I don't have one. It doesn't <laughs> exist. There's an app There's Sorry.
0: an a- So where are you sleeping?
1: In the salon on a bench, on one of the bench, you know, <laughs> couches. Because I mean, it's thirty foot boat. There's a V berth, and then there's an aft cabin, which actually is pretty big. I was surprised, but little brother occupied that you know a few months so I haven't been able to get him out yet so I'm stuck on the couch that's okay it is what it is I'm not mad about it.
0: So you went from first having a whole house to yourself with you know four three four bedrooms too much room you didn't even have enough stuff to fill it and then you moved into my basement with basically nothing but still like you know I have a bedroom and a real bed and a kitchen and all that stuff to living on a boat where all you have is a couple bags of clothes and a bench to sleep on right
1: yeah it's pretty interesting definitely a huge change but uh I don't know I'm just glad to be here it's not the most comfortable place to sleep you know or live I guess for now just because of it's just because it's crowded mostly not because of anything else but uh, it's the beginning to the lifestyle. I mean, I'm I'm willing to sleep on a couch for three months while I find another boat. I don't really care. It's a step forward in the right direction. So I'm good. Uh, I, I'm fine with it, and uh, I think it's going to give me some motivation to go find a boat because I don't want to sleep on this forever. So I definitely will go out and look. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I can have my own room again and a bed. That'd be great. Um, and I I like the fact that. I just get a chance to live on this, you know, boat for a while while I'm looking for our next one, so that I can get used to kind of the feeling and the lifestyle. Um, and also, you know, we have some models we've already picked out, but uh, living on this one will probably give me a better insight into like what is going to be comfortable, what would some pros and cons to different things. So I think it's a good opportunity. You know, we could be living in an apartment or a house. Go look for a boat. We're not really sure, you know, what, what things we want. And then we just move on to it. And then we're, you know, we may wish we had certain things, but now I can kind of give some type of perspective after living on one for a while. So that'll be cool. It's a good opportunity.
0: Yeah. Like we talked about last week, it's all about mindset. And I think you have a really great mindset and you're just excited to be there. And we've already made the decision. And, you know, this is what we want to do. And it's in line with what our goals and our dreams are. So, you're just kind of willing to deal with whatever happens and you've got a really positive, um, mindset when it comes to what you're doing. So that's pretty awesome. Um, what about, so work life, obviously all of our lives have turned upside down since COVID-19 started in March. Um, but let's compare like your nine to five in-person army job before COVID-19 to what you're doing now. How have your days changed from like pre COVID work life to, what you're doing now on the boat
1: definitely think this question so i'm not really working yet because i've only been here for a few days so that would i think you know at some point we can revisit the scheduling when i finally get myself together um but i mean obviously it's polar opposites right now because i have no schedule i definitely have to prioritize what i'm doing with my time every day based on a lot of the things i have to do um and you know it's kind of hard to to not get distracted because you have a bunch of families here that stop by. If you're outside, you know, working, they'll stop by and talk to you for a minute, or somebody will ask you for help with moving something or working on something. And you know, you have your bow projects. Like we had some some leaks that we've been fixing during the day. I mean, that distracts you from focusing on working or getting some other admin tasks stuff that you need to get done. So. It's definitely, and the beach is across the street, so, you know, I mean, it's hard to get, not get sucked into going to the beach instead of working. So, definitely going to take some self discipline to, you know, maintain focus on what I need to do. So, that's definitely a huge difference. I don't, you know, I don't wake up and get my coffee and go to work and have meetings and everything like that. It's just whatever I want to do. So, definitely have to be mindful of how I'm using my time. But, uh, I'm feeling pretty re energized in my, driven and very purposeful Uh, I like starting new projects and change and uh, I think the military life was just getting old felt pretty stagnant but now I feel like I have all these things to learn I have a lot of things to do and it's exciting so I'm pretty happy about it
0: what do you think is the most difficult thing that you've encountered so far about this lifestyle
1: I would say the most difficult thing for me right now is, is the fact that we have a lot of people on a small boat. Just the downsizing in space available to you is pretty drastic. So, you know, I don't have a lot of space here for just my stuff. Um, and not a lot of space to sleep, not a lot of space to move around, but it's, it is what it is. Um, and then probably just like the unknown with, you know, trying to get this part time job working working on the boat, finding another boat. We're still planning the sincere stuff like podcasts and videos. So it's pretty overwhelming at first, but I think once like I just kind of mentioned about the scheduling, once I get in the groove and used to it and kind of figure things out, I'll be good to go. It's not going to be difficult.
0: So you said the space is the most difficult part. What have you been doing or what do you plan to do to like overcome that difficulty the way that it is now?
1: Yeah, I would say probably the space is the most difficult. Um, How am I going to overcome it? I don't know. I mean, right now, I've just seriously minimized what I've... You know, I took everything I owned and probably dropped it to 5% of all the stuff that I had, material possessions. And then, uh, you know, I dropped some of that stuff off with my mom, some of the things I didn't want to bring to the boat. Um, And then now there's still things in my truck in the parking lot that I wouldn't bring on the boat. So I'm like at 1% of the stuff I had before. Probably it's literally a backpack with camera gear and a laptop and like four little things of clothes. Like that's literally the only thing that's on this boat. That's fine. So quite the, uh, I mean, I guess that's what I would say is, you know, the, the like solution is just to learn to minimize what you have and just deal with the space that you're given. But,
0: And you've been using like the community spaces and like getting outside more because you don't really have a choice, right?
1: Yeah, the community spaces are cool. You know, it's a little weird, just like thinking, you know, if we're going to go cruising or if we lived on Anchor for a while or, you know, what I'm doing right now is not quite that. It's not quite full-time living on your board. I guess maybe being like, you know, off the grid, so to say, not necessarily, but, you know, you're not plugged up to shore power and everything. But yeah, I mean, we have like, Shore power plugged in, water's plugged in, it's, you know, you have a kitchen that's 30 yards away that has everything you could need in it. Um, There's showers, everything here. So, you know, living the, not really living it for real, but yeah, having these amenities here is definitely, definitely makes it easier. So I would, you know, I would kind of say transitioning from like living in an apartment or living in a house to living on a boat at a marina is basically the same thing. It's like just having a smaller apartment, um, and everything's not within ten feet from. You might have to walk a little bit, but it's it's pretty interesting because there's a lot of other you meet a lot of people because everyone's sharing the same areas and stuff. So, and you can't sit in your boat all day. So, definitely gets you out there and a little more social, and I don't know, makes you move around a little bit more. But definitely curious to see what it's like. At some point when we're like really living on anchor and we're using our kitchen, you know, we're using our own water tanks. We're using our own power that we're generating with solar and whatnot and just kind of seeing how that's going to be because I think that's just a whole nother level. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, we're just taking steps in that direction, right? Like baby steps, you know, (laughs) it's just one thing at a time. Yeah, it's good though. Yeah. So, um, So those are the difficult things. What would you say is the best thing about this lifestyle change so far?
1: Yeah, I would just say I thought about this. I just think the best thing is just like kinda what I said is like this first step has been done and just like to enjoy living the boat life because 'Cause I'm on the boat. What's there to complain about? I mean that's the best thing. I'm I'm in you know, I'm near the ocean, which is what you know we want. I live across the street from the beach. I'm living on the boat, so hey, I can't complain that's probably my favorite I mean, that's my favorite thing if my family's here the ocean's here and you know us wanting to live on a boat I'm on a boat so we're making progress it's good
0: <laughs> yeah like we talked about last time the transition process but like that process is over now like you've done it and you're there and you know here we are and now you get to enjoy it so talk to me about some of the major differences that you were not expecting um, that you now understand now that you're there and actually living the life.
1: Yeah. I thought about this a little bit. I don't, I don't know if there's anything that's like, you know, really crazy. That's different. That's different than I was going to expect. Cause you know, I mean, we've both been on sailboats before, so you kind of understand.
0: I don't know if I understood how
1: small this was going to be, but I mean, I've been on a boat. I kind of understand what, you know, I know what it looks like and kind of what it takes to live on one. But, um, yeah, I think I wasn't. I think the biggest thing was just like I was saying before. There's just not a lot of room, so that's a that's pretty big difference from what I was living before.
0: What about the like differences between army life and this life? Like, what are the major things that you're noticing, either like in yourself or in the environment or what?
1: <laughs> well, the environment is definitely different. I mean. No, no nobody here is obviously in the military, so everyone's super chill, super like just laid back. There's a lot of older folks here, so they're like there's some retired people here, there's some who own like their own small business and whatnot, and they just choose to live on the boat um so just that whole mind it takes a certain mindset, I would guess to do that, <laughs> and so I mean, they're just very different than most of the people you deal with every day. Obviously, I'm not hopping up and driving to work every day, putting a uniform on shaving going to meetings and whatnot I'm just it's kind of just do whatever you want to do man things take a lot longer because you got to walk everywhere or you're on a boat get a climb in and out of the boat you're doing boat projects it's just I don't know it's definitely different but I would say it's look li- I would literally say it's like a polar opposite of the army life <laughs> pretty much exact opposite
0: so when I talk to well I don't talk to that many people about it but when I think about it. The military seems like it is very structured. You're working very hard every day. You're, you know, you're going to work from 730 to 430 or whatever that is. And it's very structured and kind of like, you know, you have a a job every day. And then when you say boat life it sounds like you're just gonna go chill and you're like you're chilling all day you're relaxing you're like living the good life but like what do you think about that do you actually think that's what it's like or do you think it's actually more difficult or you know easier or what
1: uh i definitely don't think you know kind of this isn't what you said but you know it's not all sunshine and rainbows it's definitely not just hang out on the boat and enjoy life it's sometimes it's like that but i mean yeah, I mean everything just takes longer and you know, you're when like something's leaking or something's going on, it's like, well, I need to work all day, but like I'm also like I should fix this, so you just get like sucked into doing that and uh I would just say yeah, it's it's pretty hard to it's kind of hard to focus on, you know, work things that are not the boat. So
0: Yeah, like we're also starting to try to start this business at the same time and it's like completely on us there's no one telling us like what to do or how to do it and so and we're excited about that and that's what we always wanted but it's not it's definitely not easy and so like even when you're living your dreams and like this is what we wanted and what we are going for and it sounds really awesome and cool and even in my head still it sounds really awesome but there are a lot of tough things too and like there are a lot of setbacks and a lot of um things that we have to figure out that are going to be difficult and so just I think you know I was interested in hearing um how reality kind of set in um versus what we always kind of imagine when we think of boat life
1: yeah no definitely it's I don't know I mean it's it's a lot of work like anything is (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay last week we talked about the steps that we took leading up to this big change um you've been gone for a little over a week now i think yeah and how has our plan changed we made a plan and then now we're kind of in the revising stage how has the plan changed after actually starting this part of the transition
1: yeah so after being here a couple of days uh i think me realizing that it's not just me on the boat and that i would have to Kind of obviously adhere to everyone else who lives on those boat schedules, I was a little concerned about being able to start the YouTube channels immediately because um, I mean just shooting them alone is pretty hard so uh and I wasn't sure I'd be able to get enough content to produce them each week until we have our own boat and you're here also so that we can obviously work on those projects together. And we can move our boat whenever we want. So I think like we, I mean, we just had talked about it and we decided to wait on YouTube until you get here, which is fine because the story is me and you anyway. So it'd be kind of weird for me to do it five months before you get here. That doesn't really make sense. So uh, we decided to hold off on that until you get here, but we're going to continue to do podcasts and blogs up until um, that time. So,
0: yeah so that's kind of how reality set in a little bit yeah um yeah and then you know there's a lot of things going on in the world that we can't control like i can't even go to florida right now because i'm still in the military technically and they won't even let me we're not allowed to travel there so um lots of things just that we don't have control over so we just decided to um, roll with the punches a little bit and wait until we're both there to really start hunkering down on on the business aspect of things, so yeah, things change plans change, and we're cool with it,
1: yeah, don't fight the plan, but um yeah i uh you know not having my remote job set up yet is a little worrying to me, like I just want to make sure I don't have too many things pulling my focus away uh you know being able to get the job going, get some income coming in where I can you know then do some projects on this boat and Obviously, look for another boat. There's just a lot of things that are pulling would pull my attention, and I think without having you here for us to collaborate on this stuff, the content probably just wouldn't be that great. Plus, you're not here in it, so I think it's the best decision. Um, And yeah, I think I I feel better about it. You know, I feel like it's a little less of like a burden. (laughs) I can kind of focus on trying to find another boat and get my you know job going and stuff. So I was glad that you agreed with me.
0: Yeah, we. (laughs) we did make these plans like what six months ago or something and so like we haven't quite figured out everything yet so we need a little more time just to figure it out and to make sure that we're set up so we can actually provide good content so I think it was the right decision for sure but um that just goes to show you that you know like when you actually start doing something it's just um it can change and it's cool so how are you feeling now do you feel like you're living your dreams do you feel like you're being true to who you are what are you how are you feeling
1: yeah well we need to revisit this question in like six months and then when you're here (laughs) and then again like six months after we're both on a boat together yeah I mean I've only been here for four days but um yeah I feel like I made some big steps towards living the dream I mean definitely feel more excited more purposeful more energized more motivated i'm excited Um, i think i was losing a lot of that uh in the military so yeah i feel great i'm ready i'm excited i have a lot to learn um which excites me because i like to get hooked on something and just learn everything i can about it so about to do that with boats and sailing so yeah i feel good i'm excited how do you feel you wish you were here.
0: <laughs> um, I'm trying not to feel jealous, but I do. No, I feel, I feel like I'm getting closer to just having you there, um, and now we can talk about stuff, and like it seems more real. So I I feel happy and excited and hopeful too, even though I'm a little jealous. But but yeah, we're doing it, and uh, I'm really pumped about it.
1: Yeah, so gonna go look at a couple of boats this week. I'll definitely face you can check them out on FaceTime see what you think I'm pretty excited to go look at our first new boats
0: yeah this this next phase is weird because we're not together and we've been like together since March of basically being quarantined together so um, we got to figure out how to move forward when we're in two separate states now um, which is going to be really interesting but we're still figuring it out and you know we want to hear from you guys and we want to learn as much as we can and we are not experts like we said before um so we're just doing it live and uh trying to do the best we can so
1: all right what we got next or is that it we done
0: i think that's it i think uh next week we'll delve a little deeper into some more issues so we hope to see you then
1: Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of the Sincere Podcast. Please like, rate, comment, or share if you enjoyed the episode. If you'd like to support us, you can by subscribing to our YouTube channel or Patreon, where you can get some additional content and some cool swag. Check out our website at sailingsincere.com, where you can learn more about us and our mission and links to all the content we produce each week. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time.